just the way it go goes. Everybody and welcome to episode 15 and in about one second I'm going to bring out well let's not even wait a second let's bring out both of our guests right now because I'm hoping they're still backstage because we were having so much fun before here they are hello Alexis hi and hello Doughboys Bo the main man what's up how you what? guys doing what's up guys how are you doing good hi. doing really 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 good tonight just got done cutting the lawn, and already within 10 minutes of being on here with you guys, I'm ready to go and ready to rock. Yeah, let's do it. So let's get started. Um, first of all, I want to say when you guys started talking a couple weeks ago about this this taco thing that you're putting together, wow, um, that uh, it was, uh, let me just tell you, I'm very excited. So <laughs> very excited to talk tacos at some point, but let's get started talking about where, well, I, I started here, and that was a plane, a plane ride that you guys were both on. How, how did you guys come onto this plane? Let's start this first. You just happen to be on the same plane. Do you want me to take this, Alexis, or do you want to run with it? I mean, go ahead and take it. Honestly, I, I feel like you could tell it better than me, but go ahead. I can add my things in. So um, I was in Dallas, Arlington for the White Sox Ranger series last year. Uh, with my best friend in the whole world. I've known him since I was in like second grade and I was stuck in what you would call airport hell. Um, I'm not sure if Alexis remembers that, but I was I in, I was in the DFW airport for 16 hours. My, I originally booked a Southwest flight home into O'Hare and rain was happening back home and storms were happening back home. And I got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And finally, I switched it to fly into Midway, um, which I should have done in the fucking begin beginning because Midway is the superior airport. Everything is better on the south side of the city. Um, and I'm waiting to board my flight. And uh, I'm kind of angry and kind of cranky. And um, uh, Alexis is like, hey, um, are you Doughboy's foe? 
I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, are you Lex Lopez? And it was kind of funny because we never met before, but we knew each other through White Sox Twitter. And um, I had like, I guess what you call it. Like I pre-board passes. I'm like, Hey, board with me. Like, let, let's sit together. Like if we're going to be stuck on this flight, like let's, let's bullshit or whatever. Um, and it was kind of like, kind of like an instant friendship. Like we hit it off. We just started bullshitting back and forth. Um, and I hate flying. So like having somebody to like fly with and bullshit with, because if I, when I fly with my wife, my wife has plain narcolepsy. She gets in the seat and she falls asleep (laughs) and I have nobody to talk to for however long that flight is. Um, So having someone to bullshit with and like pass the time with made my flight that much more tolerable. Um, And yeah, that's how we met. And that's, that was the experience. And we just started, started like, like I started giving her tips on how to use her iPhone and shit like that. (laughs) And like, we like looked at our music library and it was just good. It was fun. Alexis is good people. Very yeah. awesome, you know. I mean, just just hearing that story makes like I, I told her when I first brought about her coming on here. I wish I was behind you guys, like listening to this music conversation you were having about lists. So let's get to this list. Um, what didn't you like on her uh, list? Well, I, I'm curious here, right off the bat. <laughs> so I don't know if I remember like the list exactly, but I do remember mm-hmm. there there was a lot of uh, like stop me when I'm wrong, but you had a lot of like you had a bunch of reggaeton on there. I had a um, decent amount, a little yeah, bit of bad bunny here and there, yeah, you know. Like, you had, like, bad bunny, okay. I, I don't know if I get the appeal, but it's like I think music or like food music is like food takes. Like you're not the one that has to listen to it, right? right. So um <laughs> if you want to put ketchup on your hot dog, put ketchup on your hot dog. Um yeah, yeah like 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 bad yeah, bunny is not my thing. Like and like I said this before, grunge has never been my thing. I didn't appreciate it till I was much later on, like later on mm-hmm. in life when I realized like how dope like the stuff that Kurt Cobain did and um, some of the symbolism behind those songs. So um, yeah, that's kind of all I remember. And then I think she looked at my playlist and she was like, wow, that's random. You, you like pop punk music and Kevin Gates. Yes. Kevin Gates is the one that got us both like cracking (laughs) up because that was one that we both had. Yeah. And I mean, Kevin Gates is just so, I feel specific to a certain group, you know, not everybody, he's not mainstream by any means. And so when we both saw Kevin Gates, we kind of like gave each other this look. We're like, okay, all right, you're good people. Like I could (laughs) fuck with you. Yeah. I, that's, that's really what I remember from that flight. But I just remember like, thank God I have a friend on this flight. I had a day from hell. In fact, like I landed at midway and I had to go O'Hare to fucking pick up my luggage because my luggage was on a different (laughs) flight and I was pissed off. And like my wife and I are trying to knock out all these ballparks Mm -hmm. and like, we're knocking off like six of them this summer. But I told her the last ballpark I'm going to is Houston because I'm never fucking going to Texas again. <laughs> like Texas is like Houston is going to be the absolute last ballpark I ever go to because of that day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't blame you by the sounds of it, man. Losing your luggage. I think it was when I, I also before we, we ended up really talking, I, I thought you were all pop punk. But there was something that you did. And I was like, you know what? He's all right. I love pop. I love pop, a lot some pop punk. But it was when you talked about the Eagles and how you liked <laughs> The Eagles, I go, you know what? We're we're gonna be okay. We're gonna rock. We're gonna roll. Cause you like the Eagles, man. So I, I think like I think like everybody, right? Like I cut my teeth on the music of my father. Yeah. Right. My my dad was the one that introduced yeah. me to the music that he loved. And mm-hmm. my dad loves Don Henley, but my dad specifically loves Glenn Fry. My dad loves Glenn Fry. Um 
and his love of like those rock bands and i'm not going to call them classic rock because it was just rock to him right yeah um like mm-hmm. it definitely like passed down to me like like i love led zeppelin i love pink floyd you know my dad tells me story of stories of like going to see these guys at like rosemont horizon and just passed out drunk and um like i i, I tell this on yumper and Swole all the time but like some of that music makes me wish I was 16 years old in 1976. Like we could do a whole, we could do a whole <laughs> nine hour episode where that was my dad, that was yeah. me and that was everything. And I, that's where I live in my head. That's why I love doing this show. Cause honestly it's like 1976, but really, and sadly it's 2023, you know? No, and I, I get it completely, but like the, my, my love for music and my love for whatever I love now is purely because of what my dad introduced me to. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it grows, you know. I mean, as you later hear in some of the bands that I know you you like, some of the pop, they start covering some of those songs. And you're like, you know, I remember that because I heard it from my dad. And now this band I like. Well, and to this day, my favorite cover song is uh, the Atari's Boys of Summer, which is yeah. a Don Henley cover, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that was the plane ride. And that was like very grateful for that plane ride. Yeah. It was very fun. Awesome. It was a lot of fun. I mean, he taught me a lot about my iPhone, which I loved. He also judged me on some of my music choices. You know, I'm 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 a I'm a millennial girl. Like I've got a wide variety of music tastes. You know, a lot of Drake. You know, we've got the Ariana Grande. We've got the Stevie Nicks. You know, well, that was the T-shirt that you out. talked about. That was that that tour shirt that you said that you wore, and I was like, that's immediately we got it. We got it. You wear you got Stevie Nicks tour shirt. You got to come on here. How do you feel I, about Stevie Nicks? You a Fleetwood Mac fan, uh, Spoke? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, I think uh, uh, the first song that I remember, like, absolutely falling in love with, like that my dad introduced me to the band, but I never heard the song was like the the live version of Silver Springs, right? Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that song's better live than it is like recorded on the dance. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. and like version. Stevie Nicks' voice is entrancing. Like, it, like it's mm-hmm. like it's it's beautiful. Um, I mean, she did enough cocaine to kill a small horse, but like, um, I, I wish I'm, I could name that to be the episode of this. Honestly, you know, I don't want to bring that kind of attraction, but that's a really good. That's a really good. Uh, that would be a good episode. We get yeah, a good crowd. You're not, no, you're I not love. Wrong. I love Stevie. I love. There's a scene in School of Rock where Joan Cusack, like, he takes her out for a beer, and he's like, "If you really wanted to get her to loosen up, play Edge of Seventeen. And I'm like, "Okay, I get it. I get it." No, Stevie's great. Hell yeah. Edge of 17, you say. We got it right here. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, we want to be careful we don't get flagged on YouTube. No, no. I It's kept to under eight seconds. I love it. I love but it. That being said, you know, definitely awesome. Awesome. Is yes. This VH1 Live is exactly what I'm referring to when I hear uh, Silver Springs. It's beautiful. Like it's. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Good, good stuff. I didn't know Alexis um, was a Stevie fan, though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I awesome. just saw her at Ravinia. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna go again at the United Center? I want to. It's the weekend that I'm celebrating my birthday. Um, Sox are hosting the Red Sox, but with the way this team is playing, I don't know. But the Bums are hosting a tailgate that day, that Saturday. So I don't know what we're doing yet. Wow. I would love to go see her though at Ravinia. You obviously, if you've been there, like you know you don't always see the stage. So right. I wasn't able to like really see her, but to hear her voice. It was a full moon. It was just, it was insane. 
That's very, very, very awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, last week I went over some of the Ravinia concerts coming up. Very cool place to see a, see a concert. It'd be great to see Stevie there. Yeah, it's a great venue. I mean, the, the setup that some of these people had, I mean, this was my first time ever going and some of the setups that these people had, they had like candelabras and all sorts of shit, like grills. I was like, what's happening here? What's going on? Yeah. I don't, I've never seen a show at Ravinia. Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's good. I've the only band, seen one there. The but bands I, I listen to one. don't typically play Ravinia. You're that's what I, I was kind of concerned. You know, I was thinking, why didn't uh, Blink One Eighty Two that you recently just saw? Why didn't they play Ravinia? Would have yeah. been would have been perfect, right? Can you imagine the the wine and cheese Candlebrock crowd listening to Turnstile? <laughs> <laughs> Rise oh my again. god! Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, was Turnstile the only opener? At no, the so there was a band called Beauty School Dropout from hmm. L.A. Um, great Greece, Greece reference. Um, and then it was Turnstile. Um, and then it was Dropout. and then it was Blink One Eighty Two. Did you? Uh, was it? Was it everything that you had hoped it to be? Uh man. So this is where I get to go on my rants. The here we go. The answer is yes. It was. It was. Uh, for my, my favorite band in the entire world. It was like my 70th and 71st time seeing Blink-182 live. Um, and the first time that I've seen Tom since uh, 2011 on the Honda Civic Tour. Um, and uh, it meant a lot to me, right? It meant a lot to me. There was, um, they played Adam song together for the first time since like 2000, 2012. Um, and there was a, a girl in the front row between uh, or like right in front of us. Um, it was my wife and uh, Baloney um, and his uh, lovely wife, Julie, and my friend Ashley. And during Adam's song, this girl held up this like charm with her, her like uh, picture of her best friend. And you know, the songs about like Mark's suicide, like suicidal ideal uh, idealisms. And it hit really hard. Like it was a really beautiful moment, like to hear that song live. Um, and uh they're i know they they have this vibe that they're just the, the, this goofy dick and fart choke band but they're they really are so much more than that and um it was it was a big deal for me the the last couple of years i've been uh looking back into my past because there's been times where i put a lot of my past on the shelf and i go that was my past i don't want to listen to that but i mean i mean i've, I've seen them four times man back in the day and i had the shirts and everything and if I hadn't met you, they probably would still be on the shelf. And I'm glad that you brought them because, man, I'm listening to like Enema of the State. And I remember screaming at my Metalhead fan friends because I like Slayer and stuff like that. I go, they're faster than Slayer, man. And I, I'm remembering these conversations I had from 30, 25, 20 years ago because I haven't listened to them in so long. I did that last summer with Limp Biscuit, not to say that they're great or anything, but you, I remember a time period for a year or two where I thought they were, and then I'm like, they're not cool, but you'll go back a little bit, and that's what I've been doing, and that's why I love doing the show. So you brought that back to the fold because, honestly, in about six months ago, I would have been like, Blink-182, reunion, forget that, you know, but the reality <laughs> is is you're right. They are a lot deeper than just – that's that's what's on the surface. That's what they want you to believe. Yeah. Deep, deep, yeah. deep, deep. I think like the fun part for me was watching the evolution, right? Like, like the, the first, my first introduction to them was honestly, um, was like, damn it. And Josie and M&Ms and all the stuff on dude ranch. Um, and then Enema came out 
here and it was a little bit more like you know whatever and then take off your pants and jacket came out and it was it was an evolution right they did stay together for the kids in there and like you could tell that there was a little bit more on the on the surface level than like what meets the eye mm-hmm. and then they took a break after touring for a while and they took their time recording the some some of the fans call it the untitled some of it call it self-titled and they made a fucking song with robert smith and the cure on there and it, it's it's more than just you know I fucked your mom. Like it really, it really is. You want to go a little bit, you know, and that's where I think as they went along a little bit more, you know, they go, you know, they go deeper, you know, like you stated, there's more to them than just, just making some jokes, you know, and that's, you know, you brought up your favorite song, Alexis by the Foo Fighters ever long. I mean, Mm -hmm. that song has deep innuendos a lot, you know, throughout that song. And, you know that was a good pick for a, a favorite song because that's. Did you ever see? Did you ever see Dave Grohl's interview with Howard Stern? No, I have mm-hmm. not. So not Dave Grohl, that. Dave Grohl had Howard, and he had on. Um, uh, why am I having a brain fart and I feel like an ass? But um, uh, Taylor Hawkins, I'm sorry. He oh, had yeah. on. He had. He had on Dave, and he had on Taylor, and he asked him. He's like, "Hey, is my hero about Kurt Cobain?" Um, and Dave kind of like. I don't know, maybe like, like, but fuck Foo Fighters are not a band that I appreciated till I was much later on in life. And it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's the thing is, you know, I think it was Q101 Jamboree 99. I think in, in Foo Fighters were there bands like Bare Naked Ladies, Soul Asylum, like, Different en- enclaves. Scott Weiland solo that was unique. You know, Man, the late nineties was weird. You know, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I've been known, you know, to a lot of bands when they've come out to say, oh, this band, you know, I, I didn't never thought that they'd make this huge of an impact. And man, it's it's huge. They're they're a great rock band. And sadly, what they've had to deal with recently, you know, they yeah. got a new song coming out and stuff like that. Yeah, but, they were. I saw them at Lollapalooza uh, for the first time ever in 2021, and I went by myself for that. Was that 21? Yeah, it was 21, and I totally went by myself because nobody wanted to go with me on that Sunday. I was like, "Well, I've never seen them. Like, I, you know, I want to go see them." Um, and Taylor Hawkins did "Somebody to Love." Like Dave Grohl oh, went on the drums and he did a solo to "Somebody to Love," and it was the coolest thing. And I, I was so glad I got video of it because. I mean, what, what like an entertainer, you know, he was. And I mean, the whole show was amazing. I was front row. I cried four times, probably, if not more. Um, But, you know, you guys say, you know, you wish you were a teenager in 76. And I feel the same way. But I also wish I was a teenager in 99. And these like other shows you you guys were talking about. I was like, I was four. I I was not going. I know, I know, I know. I was three. I was at NSYNC. (laughs) See, that's what I do. Now I'm going to really think about that when I say that, because you're right. You know, being sometimes those shows too were just as cool as some of the 76 ones. And sometimes I don't even think that I appreciated seeing some of those bands. You know, I mean, I got a ticket stub here, you know, I'm sure blink played tinley park it was right after enema the state and it was like 19 dollars and 50 cents were you at that show Sfo, at tinley at the new world so um, i saw them up. i saw them at tinley i saw but i i think i want to say it was 2001 with alkaline trio and newfound glory okay no no this one was a little bit before that 
because they also played like the Q101 Jamboree. They played Warp Tour that year. I saw them on Warp Tour like five times, and then I saw them on the Honda Civic Tour um, with the Ataris and Alkaline Trio at the Riviera. Gotcha. Uh, also, I saw them for $1 at the House of Blues in ooh. November of 2003 when the Untitled came out, and the opener was a rapper from, I want to say, Mississippi named Bubba Sparks. Oh, I know Bubba yeah. Sparks. I know Bubba Sparks. And I was, I was the only kid in the crowd that knew the, the lyrics to Bubba's song, Back in the Mud. And the <laughs> only reason that I knew the lyrics is because it was on the Madden 03 soundtrack. Wow. <laughs> And my two favorite, my two two of my favorite things in the entire world are Blink One Eighty Two and football. And I play Madden religiously every year, and I knew that song from Madden, so that's that was awesome. cool. Yeah, that hey, was cool. That's really cool. Um, you know, what are what's a band? What are, what's a band, Alexis, that you dislike? Uh, Dave Matthews Band. Mm. So much same. Oh God, I think that's actually something we bonded over at one yeah. point too on our flight um, was how much we dislike Dave Matthews band. Cause I mean, I like most nineties alternative grunge. I mean, Svo will make fun of me, but like, I still use Pandora from time to time when oh, I just Lord. like, don't know what to play. And I do like the nineties alternative grunge station. And anytime Dave Matthews band comes on, I'm like, Oh my God, stab me in the eyeball with a rusty fork. Yeah. Hey, you know, that's, 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 that's why I like this show. Everyone is free to those awesome opinions. And I, 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 I appreciate cause I hear that all the time. Oh, you know? <laughs> so that's, 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 that is, <laughs> I, yeah, we, we know, we know that to be, to be true. Um, yeah. I had to judge him cause I knew that he loved Dave Matthews band, you know, yeah, sorry. So was that, was that Foo Fighters a concert, your best experience? No. So I'd actually say one of my best concert experiences is going to go like way off tandem here. Um, I was gifted artist, no staff passes for Lollapalooza. Like the very first year I turned 21 and I was able to get into Lala for free most years uh, connections. And I, um, I got these, these staff passes and I asked all my friends, does anyone want to go with me? No, nobody wanted to go. So I went, uh, by myself and I was able to be backstage for one of my favorite DJs at the time. So it was really cool. So I actually like got into like the back, like there was like a Red Bull tent where like you got free drinks and like I was drinking with like different DJs and it was at behind Perry's and one of the coolest experiences ever. Really cool. Who was the DJ? Did you did, did, did uh, his name was his name's Jaws? Oh. Uh, he was like really like kind of like house, like I don't know if you want to call it like house trap. Like, I don't know. At the time, like I was a little bit more too in like the industry, like house music scene. Yeah. Um, and seeing him was really, really cool. We're gonna get Jaws on here sometime. I, I'm gonna find him and we're gonna bring back Jaws. I'd love still, it. Is he still, is he still uh He's still around. Yeah. Shark squad is still strong. <laughs> I'll have to look. I'll have to look into that. Very, very cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, you got concerts coming up. Either one of you, you said Steve, no, Steve, no, nothing. I, I want to do Stevie Nicks. Don't have it in the books right now. Um, suppose going to judge me for this one, but I got gifted Morgan Wallen tickets. Except didn't um, that show get canceled? It might get canceled. I think I thought he canceled his entire like tour because of his voice. 
I thought it was only the first six weeks. Yeah, I would maybe take a look at that again. Maybe we'll take a look at that. But if that, I don't do that, the night before is Fallout Boy. And I was I like, have, I'm not going to Wrigley twice in one week. I'm going like, to I'm gonna go to Fallout Boy, but I might dip out after Alkaline Trio. Okay. Yeah, like, I would like to go see Fallout Boy. That was one of my first concerts at Northerly Island as well. Uh these guys was that was that the was that the panic at the disco cobra starship plus 44 yes yeah you fucking asshole god i hate you (laughs) i was like sixth grade i don't care about anything but that was like the only time that was one of the only times plus 44 which was mark and travis's project while tom was doing angels and airwaves Mm -hmm. that was like that was the only time they toured the united states they did they did one album and toured and that was it yeah it was fucking, fun fucking asshole you're gonna go see uh some 41 on their last tour here as well? so uh, yeah like I, I would like to it's a it's the offspring simple plan and some 41 Ooh. um but some 41 live has never been consistently good so i'm probably gonna pass i also i think it's i don't know i think i might be in um like I might be on our baseball trip. You uh you a yellow card fan? I'm gonna go to yellow card in the story Ooh. of the year at Northerly Island because nice. like I would say besides Blink, like Yellow Card and Newfound Glory are um my two other favorite bands. Awesome. My uh all, my wife likes all these bands too, so she'll Yeah, no, I wanna yellow see yellow card in, I wanna see yellow awesome. card in story of the year. Um Okay, I gotta be honest with you. Yesterday on the radio, the song, the hit song was on. If I could not this time, I turned it up. I was rocking. But was rocking. but once again, it's that's a, a that's a band. It, it absolutely is a jam. But that's a, a band that like you hear on the surface level, and you're like, oh, they're the Ocean Avenue guys. But they're right. they're so much more oh, than yeah. that, right? <laughs> like they did this song on Lights and Sounds with uh, uh, what is it, Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chicks. That was like, and they also did a song with the, like the trumpet player from the black eyed peas on that same album. And it's like, they don't get the, they don't get the credit that they deserve because they're just a pop punk band. And I know that there's this weird, like whatever, but yeah. You got to look deeper in everything, you know I mean? In anything, you got to look a little bit deeper and not just be ignorant to any music. And that I have been that person. And that's me saying, don't be ignorant because you got to look deeper because you're right. I mean, on the outside, when that band came out, don't they got somebody in there playing the violin? Yeah, Sean Mack is their that's violin why, like, I mean, from afar, I didn't listen, but I'm like, dude, you don't see that very often. And and that's something that is original that I know you even saying that there's deeper things. Now I'm going to try to go look deeper and I'll get back yeah. to you. There's a, if you ever get a chance, they got stuck in an airport in Hong Kong for like, I want to say like 16 hours. And they were just bored and they busted out the acoustic guitar and their drummer at the time, uh, Longinu Parsons, busted out his iPad and he pulled up a drum app on his iPad and they do this acoustic cover of My Hero from the Foo Fighters Uh-oh. in the airport, mm. like sitting around their guitar case and um, Longinu's playing the drums. I'll, I'll put it in the group chat after this. Yeah, please. But he's playing the drums on the iPad and it's one of my favorite videos. Like, it's fantastic. Um, oh my god! Yeah, gonna have to see that. Alexis, you brought up this new band, who's also really good. Cannons, really, 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 really awesome. And so my good. little uh, that that's my two year old daughter. She this is what gets her to just sit there and and be good is listening to to Cannons. And I like so them good. because it's it's 
it's it's a little bit of it's a little bit of everything, you know. So that was a good pick. I very is. good new band. Yeah, I found them actually because like at work at the spa all day, like we play music all day mm-hmm. long, and um, uh, bad dream was on that playlist, and I was like, oh my god, like what? Who is this? This is really really good. So I sh- shazammed it and uh, found it. out you shared it. I I shazammed it because Apple, I was in service. Apple owns Shazam and it's a Siri. It's okay. A, Anyways, Siri. nonetheless, neither here nor there, tomato, tomato. Um, tomato. I that's how I found out like who they were. And I just like I got hooked on them. They're so good. Like her voice is just it's like a Stevie Nicks, like it puts you in a trance. It does. It does. You know? And yeah, if you haven't, the music videos are really entrancing too. Cool lights, you know. Yeah. And, Really good band, really good production and stuff like that. Really, really good. Yeah, I'm so sad I missed them, but Roxy was on Drafty a few we- like a few days ago, and she said they're coming back. So I'm like, they're coming back. I want to go see them. I missed them because I went to the Blackhawks home opener, of course. Um, but would be really cool to see them. Great choice, by the way. Fart noise. <laughs> Everything I say. <laughs> The yes, spa musical is that is well, what other good spa music have you heard lately? Anything new? I nothing new. I mean, like I said, so we use this uh, speaker system called Sonos at our job, and um, they have these like random soundtrack players. So usually it's like a few different playlists that I use, um, mostly all like indie and alternative. There's some like Billie Eilish on there, like some things that I've never heard from her, and some other people I've never heard of before, but. It makes the day go by. Actually, three of my clients today were like, the music's just putting me in a trance. So <laughs> I, I listen to music all day. Like if I'm listening to something that is just like downer and it exhausts me, I'll get bored and I'll fall asleep. We can't yeah. so, so no no dashboard confessional while you're <laughs> no. No, uh, screaming infidelity. Screaming infidelity. <laughs> no, He's a hardcore kid. Did you know that? Like like Chris Caraba was a hardcore oh, yeah. kid before, like he went acoustic with Dashboard. True story. Wow. Uh, that was another band, man. I mean, if you ask me what two or three bands I do not like, it was them. And three years ago, I saw them at the Q101 picnic, and they blew me away, man. They blew yeah. me off the stage. And it was only four of them, man. It's him, a guitar player, bass, and drums. And yeah. they played right before like garbage or something, you know, someone with lights and and sound, and they held their own, man. They were good. No, it was Jimmy Eat World. They played before Jimmy Eat World, who was oh. really good, too. Oh. They're good. I saw them at Lala. They were yeah, good. They put on a really good show. Um, they're fun. Would you go to Lala again? Either one of you, I, would you go to Lala? No. Uh, you, it depends. You, I, I don't, like, not going to lie, like, the music that I like is not played at Lala, but that has nothing to do with it, because I won't go to Riot Fest either. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just, I don't like festivals. I don't like... I don't like the way that the bands sound at festivals. Yeah, they don't always sound. They got to get them on, get them off. Yeah, get them, like, get them it's, over. Just, it's just not for me. Like yeah. I will, I'll wait till like uh, till like because you know when they play Riot Fest or they play Lollapalooza, they have to sign like a a contractual agreement not to play anywhere within ninety miles for like a year. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'll wait till that is up, um, and then go see them uh, live. Yes, yeah. follow up with, uh Pete was in a band called uh, Arma Angelis when he he was at DePaul, and Follow Boy was just a side project of those dudes. Very, Pete, very Pete awesome. and Patrick are hardcore kids. So is Joe. So is uh, uh, not Joe Truman, uh Andy Hurley. They're all hardcore mm-hmm. kids. 
I bet you were real excited when the Sox switched the song over at at the end of Centuries or at the beginning in the game. That was really cool. Fall Out Boy, you like that song? Yeah, Centuries is not like, like no. there's there's a lull in there where like there I, don't know, I didn't yeah. want to say anything. I'm glad you admitted it because like the, 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 this last song. album, like this uh, this this last album, I thought was a really really nice throwback. But nothing's ever gonna be um, like take this to your grave or no. uh, um, from under the court tree. You know, but I'm the type of guy that, you know, I still respect it. And you're going to find a good handful of songs on the album that are still good. It's just not going to be as solid as those old, old albums. Well, and, and the reason that it is, is like these bands want to evolve and they want to change and they don't want to write the same pop punk album for, you know, 20 years. No, I mean, every band, they want to do what they want to do after a while. Yeah. Right. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for joining me tonight. Absolutely. Really, yeah. really good time. Really, really fun. Really, really smooth. We're definitely going to do it again. So thank you very much. No, thank, thank you, you so buddy. much for having us. No problem. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for my guests tonight. I do appreciate it. It was awesome, awesome, awesome. And we're definitely going to do this again soon. Um, we got a lot of cool things coming up here at the Sadistic Penguin Studios. Always awesome. Always really, really fun. If you get a chance, please, if you have not checked out Yumper and Foe at the show, uh, please check that out. X-Men, really, really awesome. Really, really deep, deep dive. All your movie needs. These guys are going to meet them. Coming up soon, Steve Coogan. I was cutting lawn earlier. I couldn't get Steve Coogan out of my head. I'm very, very excited. Very, very awesome. Um, lots of blogs on the website. Please go to Penguin, sadisticpenguinstudios.com. Check everything out. Please do it. We really, really, really appreciate it. I'm going to come back here again in one second and thank you some more. But until I do that, please, here is. I'm back. I lost, pressed the wrong button and I am still here. So, and I'm going to call it, and oh, and there's the slide that I've been trying to press for a long time. And while I gather myself to say goodbye here at the end, this is what I wanted you to do. Check out these awesome shirts.
was like a pitcher who just gave up a one run home run, but I'm still in here and I'm finishing it up strong, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank my guest tonight's foe. He is the man. I want to thank my other guests. She is the woman. She is awesome. Alexis, thank you so much. These are the penguins that I am so awesome to spend my time with. Uh, rock and roll with. We did a great job tonight. Please check us everything out on the Instagram, on the Twitter, Penguin Sadistic. Hook up on music on the Twitter. Uh, check me out. I'm the Sugar Baggy. The podcast is available everywhere. And like I said before, we are really working hard to bring you a lot of awesome stuff, and we really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, everybody. And until next time, keep on rocking and keep on rolling. <laughs>